Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more. On this edition of the show, I am breaking some news. I'm going to tell you what I have been up to. I'm going to tell you about the new land I bought at a paranormal hotspot. This is... Uh, well, it's a really uh, kind of an elaborate and certainly strange story, interesting on many levels, and maybe even helpful to you, depending on what you're up to right now in your life. Let me figure out how to fit all this together. Let me just start with this. Okay, I was born in Asheville, North Carolina heart of the Blue Ridge Mountains, and I lived there the first 35 years of my life. After that, I moved to primarily Puerto Rico because I wanted to study the Bermuda Triangle and all the cool stuff happening down there, and plus it was like being on vacation every day. Uh, but I still kept a house in Asheville as well. So I would, but I would travel back and forth between Puerto Rico and uh, Asheville. And then about five years ago, I decided to move out here to Las Vegas for a number of reasons. I do a lot of work on the West Coast, being that I'm involved with media and seemed like I was always flying out to the West Coast for some reason. And there are a lot of places I still have not explored on this side of the continent. So when Lauren and I came here, and of course, you know, the Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico helped us to make the decision that we didn't want to stay there all the time. Uh, when we got here to Las Vegas, we were not sure if we wanted to live here. 
Um, and so we, we both visited on a number of occasions, but to test it out, we decided to rent a place. So I rented a, a condo for a while and the longer I lived in the condo, the more I began to really enjoy living in this area for a number of reasons. I like the weather. I like that it hardly ever rains. I like that it's a 24-hour town that helps to accommodate my extremely bizarre schedule. I like that all the UFO stuff is happening here. There's, I mean, there's just a lot happening in this area. So um, I presumed that I would go ahead and purchase a property here. But then right around the time I decided to start looking for options, well, the pandemic hit and I every, it just everything kind of went on hold and none of us were, I think, looking completely into the future. And we didn't realize that this this pandemic was going to create what they now call a housing uh, a crisis, okay, a housing crisis, where basically... There's not enough inventory for, for, for people who need housing right now. And the prices are sky high. And I mean, the, the competition here in Las Vegas for a nice piece of property is it's just ruthless. It's just brutal, you know. So I just kept sort of putting it off and putting it off. And, um, I'm not sure what I was waiting for, but anyway, so in the meantime, I knew that 2022 was going to be a big year for me. I just felt like it was going to be a year of transformation where I was going to start making decisions to make all my projects that I'm working on um, a little more efficient, like expand some more, do some cool stuff that I've had on my mind for a long time. And I happened to be reading up on magical techniques, and I came across this information about tapping into the energy of a Hindu goddess named Kali. All right. Now, if you've listened to me for a long time, you know that I have a very open mind when it comes to uh, looking at different cultures and different ways of believing uh, you can manifest something. And so let's say if there if there's a god or a goddess or an angel, or it, it doesn't mean that you're worshiping that thing, uh, in order to sort of try to tap into the energy that that thing represents. I hope that makes some, some sense, but I believe that anytime there's a character out there, you know, whether it's Mickey Mouse or Ronald McDonald or, or Kali or whatever, anytime there's a character, uh, even if it's a total work of fiction, that character uh, represents the energy of some thought form or some tulpa. And if you start bringing that energy into your life by thinking about it, then it can start making things happen for you that are represented by what that personality is supposed to, to be like, which is why you have to be very careful about exposing yourself to things on the internet or anywhere else, for example, that are or for that matter, that are uh, corrupting or negative or whatever, because you'll start sympathizing and, and, and syncing up with that thought form. So the whole thing about Kali is Kali is this Hindu goddess who is considered to be the master of death, time, and change. And people who say that they start working with the her energy say like, let me tell you, you better get ready because a big it's a big change is about to happen. 
like it happens. You can make things change very quickly in your life. So so be careful. And, you know, uh, even though if you look at Kali, I mean, Kali looks horrific. Okay, I mean, she is I'm looking at a, a picture of her right now. She's blue. She has four arms. She's she has this demonic sort of looking screaming face. She's holding a decapitated, bloody head in one of her hands. She's stomping on a dead body with one of her feet. She's wearing dead body parts all over her. I mean, like, you do not want to mess with this this person. And I won't go into, like, the whole mythology behind Kali, but th- what I was learning about is that if you really want a powerful change in your life, um, start thinking about Kali, all right? And just start, just introduce that energy into your life. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. So what I did was um, I got on to Amazon.com and I just ordered a Kali doll, it's spelled K-A-L-I. And this doll is, oh, let's see, I'm looking at her. I, she's eh, she's probably like a little less than a foot tall. Real cool sculpture, though. So I got her and uh, I... Uh, <laughs> I literally received her in the mail at our condo here in Las Vegas. And Lauren and I went out and we sat down on our balcony as we often did in the evening to just kind of relax. This is like six o'clock on a Friday. We were living on the fourth floor of this condo. And I was telling Lauren about Kali and I took the doll out and we were commenting on it's a figure. It's not a doll. It's like a figurine, you know, or whatever. And so we, uh, a statue. We'll call it a statue. And so we, we started talking about how well done this statue was and how, what an interesting character this was. As we are sitting there talking, all of a sudden the fire alarms for the first time ever go off in our building. Now, as I mentioned, we are on the fourth floor and there's only one floor above us. And from the floor above us, Right as this fire alarm goes off, water, a huge waterfall just comes shooting out and (laughs) arcing down, flowing past our balcony. And we're like, what is going on here? Okay, it's like everything has hit the fan all of a sudden. So Lauren and I, uh, we of course, the first thing we did was we wanted to get out of there because we're like, is the building on fire? I went out into the hallway and the emergency doors had closed. And I mean, like it, it looked exactly as it would have looked if there was a fire, but we didn't smell smoke and we didn't see any indication of a fire. Uh, and so we were just very confused about what was happening. And then we got in touch with the, the home office or I forget exactly how this worked out. The basically we were told that the guy who lived above us had had some kind of a blowout some kind of like water heater, water line thing had exploded and just all this water came out and flooded our ceiling and flooded all these. Other, and they sent some um repair guy out that night and he came to our house and he goes, oh, gosh, you know, we're going to have to like do a demolition on half of this place. And I was like, are you kidding me? You know, he goes, oh, yeah, you got terrible water damage up here. You got the worst of it. And so right then and there, 
I said, okay, it's time to get out of here. It's time to start looking for a new place. And I was like, what are the chances? I I don't think I'd had that Kali for not even an hour before this happened. I'm just getting started with this story. Okay. When I come back, I'm going to tell you what happened next. This gets better and better and it gets weirder and weirder. I promise. <laughs> but you know what? I don't have the time to talk about everything that I'm up to on this show. And that's why you have to subscribe to my free e-newsletter to learn a lot more. Go to joshuapwarren.com and you will receive some free instant digital gifts from me. Okay. All you have to do is put your email address right into the little bank there at the homepage and hit the submit button. And pow. You'll get the email with links to all kinds of things that will help you start making your life much more magical. I'm going to help you manifest things. I give away stuff for free all the time because it's good karma. But just remember, my name is Joshua P. Warren, and there is a period in there. But if you go to the website, there's not. There is no period in joshuapwarren.com. And I hope that when you're there, you'll check out the... Not only get you to sign up for the newsletter, but go to the curiosity shop as well. Oh, I'm working on some new things on my new workshop. Wait and see. Yep, I'm Joshua Pete Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels 
A Story of California Corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. But it seemed to be a pretty dreary night for us (laughs) Earlier this year, 2022, uh, this was, oh, I think in February of 2022, when I get the Kali doll to tap into this transformational energy. And remember, something new can only be born if something dies. Like, you, you know, there's only so much that can exist at once. Everything always has to be, um, evolving and expanding and anyway and i and then all hell breaks loose you know the water's coming down and i think oh what have i done you know what i what have i played around with here and yeah so we're told oh yeah we're gonna have to demolish this thing half of this place and it, it could take weeks and Lauren and I just didn't know what exactly we were, were up against here. And so the next day, the property managers who represent the owner of the condo, they came out and they looked at everything and they said, yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this guy was exaggerating. Well, so, but nonetheless, had that experience is what really triggered me saying, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's time for us to get serious about finding a, a, a new place, a place to purchase where, that we can settle down. And the people at the property management company said, Oh yeah, we help facilitate, you know, home purchases all the time. And, you know, I, we, we'd known them for all these years and everybody trusted everybody. And so that was sort of the beginning. We began the process of looking for, a house and property here in Las Vegas at the worst possible time, maybe in history to, to do that. 
in terms of, of prices and competition. And to, I mean, and I, you know, I, I was like, if I'm going to buy a place, I want to buy a really nice place where I enjoy living and I can work there where, you know, basically I want like, you know, a house, a big house with a couple stories. And uh, I, I need to, aside from living there, have a, a studio, a nice studio, uh, maybe a couple of studios there, uh, a workshop. A laboratory. I love water. So I want a swimming pool and a spa. And it's like, and I know that this sounds like a crazy list, but you have to understand I have worked really hard my entire life. And so has my wife, Lauren. And we're also both really good manifestors. And so uh, I think that, you know, if I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy a place, I may, may as well take advantage of all the hard work that I've done. I think, I, I need space to get all these projects accomplished that I that I want to do in my life. So I had this like ridiculous wish list. We finally went to put our offer on the first house and they told us that our offer was the 38th offer that day. Yes, 37 people had already put an offer on the house that day. You would go to, of course, we didn't get that. Uh, we would go to a house and there would be a line of people waiting to get in to look at this thing, you know, like Disney World. And all these properties were selling for above list price. What made it even more difficult is we have all of these big real estate companies that are coming in. And they are buying properties up with cash and paying well above list price. And, uh, just so they can turn around and, you know, rent them out. And, uh, it's very difficult for ordinary people to compete with these, you know, gigantic multi-billionaire conglomerate companies that decide to do that. And so, but we, you know, we have, we had a really good real estate agent. And so we were like, well, we'll find something that works for us eventually. So we put an offer on a second house and we didn't get it. And now these are offers again that are way above list price. So put an offer on a third house, didn't get it. And at that point, it was weird because my real estate agent, who doesn't really know that much about what I do, she would, she said like, we need to let, we can do it, manifest it. She, she would use that terminology like manifest. So here I was sitting around with Lauren after and I, I, there, there was a news story just today about a guy who'd been trying to get a house around here for two months. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Two years. Yeah. Two years and couldn't get a house. Um, and I said, you know, I've never had a problem selling a house, but th- there is this phenomenon that you may or may not know about that I've read about where people who are trying to sell a house, they take a little figure of a Catholic saint, Saint Joseph. And they put that little figure, they bury it in the yard next to the for sale sign. In fact, they even do it sometimes upside down. And, and again, I, you know, I'm not a Catholic, so I don't understand exactly all the backstory behind this. But if you go to like Amazon, uh, for it's like six dollars and ninety six dollars and forty eight cents. You can buy a little plastic um, 
St. Joseph doll. And it says the tradition of burying a statue of St. Joseph and seeking his intercession in the cell of a home is said to have began many years ago when an order of sisters needed help building a new school uh, through their devoted belief and faith. Their prayers were answered. I don't know, but here's what I can tell you. And this is no joke. You can go look this up for yourself. This little doll on Amazon has 1,083 reviews or ratings and five out of five stars. That is insane. That's almost unheard of. How is this possible that you can take this little doll of St. Joseph, this little, little st- tiny little statue? I mean, it's just a few inches tall and bury it outside. And, and your house sells and over a thousand people give this five out of five stars. So I thought, well, look, I'm not selling a house, but I wonder if there is a similar type of statue for buying a house. Well, guess what? There is. I'd never heard this before. There is a little statue and, um, this is called Saint Anthony and it's exactly like St. Joseph. If you go to Amazon and this cost $8.95, it says St. Anthony Home Finder Kit, Saint Statue and Prayer for Buying a House. The company that makes these things is called Westman, W-E-S-T-M-A-N. I'm not getting paid, by the way, to tell you this stuff. I'm just telling you what I did. So you get this little St. Anthony doll, which is made of kind of like a Mm, kind of a beige or maybe a light pinkish kind of plastic. Uh, it's only a few inches tall. He's got typical, uh, traditional monk haircut and he's holding a little baby in his arms. And here's what it says about this thing. Um, under Catholic belief and history, St. Joseph was the early protector of his holy family who saved the baby Jesus by fly, uh, by, by fleeing into Egypt and found a new home for them there. Uh, although it is believed to have begun only in the 1970s, some stories go back as far as the 1500s of using uh, St. Joseph. Uh, for example, St. Teresa of Avila could not find property for building a new convent. She asked nuns to pray. Blah, blah. And so anyway... This is the saint that helps you buy a house. So I said, okay, well, let's try that out. So I bought this little doll, $8.95. I keep calling it a doll, but it's just a little plastic statue. And it came with a prayer card. And here's what the card says. St. Anthony, I pray that you guide me to a loving and happy home. May it be filled with love for those who live there and love for God. I pray to find the perfect home quickly. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So I got a couple of these, actually. I got two. I got one, gave it to Lauren. Got I got one for myself. We sat down together, and we both said this little prayer. Within 24 hours, we had our house. And this house is, it's the perfect home. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's got all the space that we need to live 
comfortably to work here. I've got, I'm building my, my, I'm, my studios. It's still going to be under construction for like a few months, but you know, I'm in it right now. And you can tell my podcast seems to sound all right at this point. So I've got all the space that I need to live. I've got the, uh, the studio space. I've got the lab space. I've got the workshop space. I've got the fun space with the, the swimming pool and the spa and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, here in the desert, that, that, that means a lot. And I just could not be more thrilled. And I'm telling you, um, I can't explain this. I don't have to understand how all this stuff works. I'm not a guru. I'm just a person like you who experiments, and I don't have all the answers, but this is something that has worked. But that's not the end of this story. Trust me. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about another little figure that I found to help bring in moolah, and then how all of this had a little spinoff effect, and I bought another piece of property at a paranormal hotspot. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Ghost to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be back after these important messages. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst and the Jinx. 
Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And I kid you not, I got the St. Anthony statue... Within 24 hours, we had our house. If you go and you look at this uh, St. Anthony statue on uh, Amazon by Westman, W-E-S-T-M-A-N Works. And again, I'm not getting paid to say this. At some point, I may open up an Amazon store and uh, feature things that I talk about, but I'm not ready. Anyway, listen, this thing costs $8.95. It has 559 ratings and almost five out of five stars. I mean, like, how do you explain that? Pete, you know how brutal people are when they are leaving reviews? And I mean, it's just like, you know, I own the Haunted Asheville ghost tours, for example. And sometimes I'll go to TripAdvisor to look at the reviews and somebody will leave a bad review because... They couldn't find a parking space downtown, you know, and that has nothing to do with the tour. Um, and so it's like, now you're, you you know, you're, you're decreasing the score of my tour because you couldn't find a parking space in a city. I'm not the mayor. (laughs) Anyway, people are brutal. And I mean, for these things to have such high ratings, it's incredible. But here's the thing. All right. Having an offer accepted on a house is just the beginning because there, you know, a a, a house and property, it's a complex thing. There are lots of moving parts. You want to make sure everything works the way it's supposed to. Suddenly there are mountains of paperwork and all these legalities and all these fees. It's just like if you've bought a house, you know what I'm talking about. So it, it takes a while to go from offer accepted to closing. And you want everything to go financially as smoothly as possible. And I look back. Okay. I look back at Kali and the energy that Kali brought in. And I thought, you know what? It was, it was scary at first to invite this transition into my life. But now I realize that sure enough, it was not a bad thing. It was the death of one part of my life to give birth to another part of my life. And I have great reverence and respect for Kali because of that. And so I started looking more into these goddesses and I realized, you know what? Here's another energy that I need to start working with. There's another Hindu goddess that I've grown very fond of. And her name is Lakshmi. 
and that's spelled L-A-K-S-H-M-I. And she is the goddess of wealth, fortune, power, beauty, fertility, and prosperity. Um, she is, you know, like a mother goddess here. And I'm looking at a picture of her and she, she looks very peaceful. She also has four arms and, um, she's wearing a long red dress and, um, red cap and she's holding some flowers and she just looks really nice. So I got a Lakshmi statue to compliment my Kali statue and I have both of these in a place where I think about the energy that they represent. And sure enough, it's like things could not have gone more smoothly. I didn't want to talk about this process while everything was happening because I was like, ah, I'm going to jinx this. But no, it's it's done now. And I mean, it was such I have so much stuff. I still have way too much stuff. I, I've told you before, I have storage units all over the country with stuff. Um. You can, you can justify being a hoarder, I guess, if you own a museum and lab and do research and all that. <laughs> it's hard to let go of certain cool things that you come across in life. But this whole thing with, with Lakshmi, uh, that I think that helped as well. And, and maybe that's another one of these, you know, beings that you want to look into and research that energy. Now, I haven't even gotten into the, <laughs> The really wild stuff yet, okay? All right, so as all of this is going on, and we are making this transition, because of this, I was just looking in general at real estate available in the state of Nevada. And, uh, you know, just sort of like comparing prices in, in, in different areas, different cities. You know, it's a big, big state. And the government owns about 85% of it. And most of it is just, you know, off limits, top secret desert kind of stuff. Um, so I was looking around and only because that I was in the middle of this house situation, did I come across a listing that immediately made my jaw hit the floor because I knew what it was when I saw it. There is a property that is off of the extraterrestrial highway near Rachel, Nevada, right beside Area 51, that is one of the most powerful paranormal hotspots in the world. Where I'm telling you, yeah, obviously people have seen UFOs and, you know, a lot of bizarre stuff like that, but it goes further. Okay, we're talking about ghosts. We're talking about cryptids, shape shifters, uh, missing time experiences. I mean, like, for some reason, at this particular spot, all of that stuff coincides. It's what I would consider a thin place. It's almost like a natural stargate. And it was for sale. And I thought, oh, here I am in the middle of this <laughs> transaction for a new house. But I just can't pass up this opportunity. So I immediately took steps to uh, to buy this. And I did. I, I'm not going to tell you uh, exactly how much land it is, but it's multiple acres. 
And I'm not going to tell you at this point exactly where it is, but I will tell you again, it's right off the extraterrestrial highway. It's near Rachel, Nevada, and it's right next to area 51. And so much stuff naturally happens on this property. And by the way, now that I own it, all these acres of land there, there are no restrictions. I can do whatever I want with this property. And it's just, it's just a piece of property. Okay. There's no building there or anything. It's just as God made it. I have been looking for a while for a spot for me to create a machine that has been in my mind for a long, long time. And it keeps on developing the more I learn and it keeps getting better and better and better. And I finally have got the design for this machine in my head. And it is a portal opener. It is a vortex creator. This is a machine that takes everything that I have learned about physics Metaphysics, mechanics, spirituality, psychology, uh, it takes all that stuff, psychotronics, radionics, organ, and it, this machine, I know the name, I've got the name, I've got the design, and I'm really the only person in the world who knows what this machine looks like. I've tried to explain to Lauren a little bit, but I don't think even she is able to visualize this. You can't blame her. I know how to make it. And I'm not exactly sure how big it's going to be, but I'm going to go to this property, which is already a natural gateway, and I'm going to construct my new vortex machine. And when I do that, I am going to set up cameras and hold very, very exclusive investigations there um, and try to document what's happening and share it with the rest of the world. I have to be honest with you. I am a little bit worried because it is close to Area 51, which is, I think, uh, a paranormal hotspot, not just because of the military activity. I think it was a lot of the, mil- the, the, the paranormal phenomena inspired the military to work there. I mean, for example, you can go back and you can look at carvings that were made thousands of years ago in that area and only in that area of these aliens called Paranagat Man. And uh, I've, I'm sure I've talked about that before. It's something that we discuss in um, in our show that we do here, our Vegas Ghost and UFO show, which is ParanormalVegas.com. Paranagat, man. You know, I'm a good speller, but even I got to look up Paranagat. Just to, okay, so if you want to look up Paranagat, man, here you go. It's P-A-H-R-A-N-A-G-A-T. One more time. P-A-H-R-A-N-A-G-A-T. Paranagat Man is this alien-looking thing. It's a petroglyph that's only around Area 51. So, look, I'm going to keep you updated as I build this thing, as I construct it. It's gonna, It'll happen gradually over the next year. That's my plan. This is a very remote area. This is not going to be easy. But I do have concerns that the military will 
be worried about what I'm doing. And I want to alleviate any fears that like, I'm not there to spy on any military activity. I'm there to help tap into the space time fluidity there, uh, that will help me to bring the dimensions closer and document other realms. When we come back, I have a really interesting email to read you from a guy who said, here's a new perspective on interdimensional phenomena. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and are you as excited as I am? (laughs) Once again, you know, maybe I'm getting in over my head, but hey, somebody's going to open a portal, right? And show you finally what's going on here. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to take a crack at it. And, you know, I I am not controlled by any great powers that are going to censor my research, so I'll be able to show you what actually happens unless I get just sucked into a wormhole, and then you'll, you'll know what happened. Uh, and uh, because I am doing so much right now, and here we are halfway through this year, 2022, I am going to take a couple of weeks off to work on improving my studio. And so during that period of time, you'll hear some best ofs, I presume. So be mindful of that. I'm also going to do more with... um yeah, you know, obviously, I, I I like to read emails I get from listeners, but I have been going onto my social media, my Twitter feed, my Facebook, and asking for people to submit questions about just whatever, anything. Doesn't even have to be paranormal. And I'm going to start trying to answer those on upcoming podcasts a little bit more. Uh, that's always fun, and it, it saves me from having to do some show prep because. You just ask me a question and I'll roll with it. Here is an interesting message that I got. Let me see here. Now, this one. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be able to visualize this or not. This is a little weird uh, to read on a podcast. It'd be easier if you saw a video or something, maybe. But let's just see. Let's give it a shot. Okay. This came to me from a listener named Alex, and he says, Good day, Joshua. I end up spending a bit of time behind the wheel due to my job. I enjoy listening to various podcasts and have listened to every Strange Things episode on iHeart beginning to end. I was listening to one of the recent episodes and you were discussing interdimensional interaction and it got me thinking a dangerous pastime in some cases. He says, this has been rattling around in my head for a few weeks now, and it's time to put it down on paper, so to speak. Okay, here we go. Consider two two-dimensional figures. We will call them Al and Ed. Now, of course, think, think about this. A two-dimensional figure is flat, kind of like a piece of paper. You remember me talking about Flatland, right? So Al and Ed, these flat characters, they live on a flat piece of paper. So the only geometric figures that Al and Ed can perceive are points and lines. That is a given. Those are the only geometric figures that can possibly exist in a two-dimensional world. Let me pause, folks. Think about that, right? You're flat. All you, you can't see up or down. All you can see are points and lines. He goes, okay, so now from up above, we place a glass, like an upside down glass cup on that piece of paper. 
Al is on the outside of the glass, and Ed is on the inside of the glass. Now, Ed, who's on the inside, would find himself in front of a line that goes on infinitely all the way around him with the diameter of the glass as the distance that he can travel before being stopped somehow by this infinite line. It exists everywhere in front of him, no matter which direction he turns. He cannot go past the line as it exists everywhere. But he can roam around in the space inside the line, and this is the closest that he will ever be to understanding what a circle is. Now, Al who's on the outside, he would perceive a line of a length the same as the diameter of the glass, and that line would unfathomably exist no matter where he went in his universe of that paper. He would perceive that line from everywhere, but he would not be able to get to the other side of it. It would even seem to rotate in order to stay in that spot at all times. He would not be able to get to his friend, Ed, who should simply be on the other side of the line. But no matter where he travels or how much he tries, Al cannot seem to get to the other side of that line. Now, picture yourself as Bob. This new character, the three-dimensional jerk that put the glass down, that trapped Ed on the piece of paper. Now, Bob can understand what has happened much more so than Al or Ed, as his perception is much wider than either of the other two. He can perceive up and down. He understands the two-dimensional world much more thoroughly than Al and Ed are able to and understands this third dimension that is outside of Al and Ed's ability to comprehend at all. And he goes, now consider a new character named Josh. A fourth dimensional being looking down on our three dimensional world. How does Josh perceive us in our world? He sees things from a perspective that we are unable to imagine, just as El, uh, Al and Ed cannot imagine the things that Bob can see and comprehend. Josh will be able to understand our three dimensional world much more thoroughly and completely than we residents can from his higher perspective and his abilities to affect our universe in ways that we cannot imagine or ever hope to duplicate. When we listen to those who are, quote, in the know, we hear statements like time doesn't matter or time doesn't exist. Is it possible that time is a higher dimensional statement? Is it possible someone at a higher level of existence is able to manipulate time and therefore space in a way that we in our three-dimensional world cannot even grasp? From our viewpoint, time is linear. We have no control over it, so therefore it has immense meaning to us. We can only live a moment one moment at a time, and we cannot go back and relive it or change anything, so therefore it's critical to us in our perception and absolutely exists. We cannot escape it, but just as the glass is to Al and Ed, well, time is to us in this life. We cannot perceive how it is related to our work. We only see the seconds and minutes and years that move along with no control over it at all. It's very possible. It's as simple as that. 
Changing from one phase of existence to another may result in a change in perspective and therefore what we are able to understand and how it impacts our existence, our existence, uh, perspective, perspective. Thanks for what you do, Alex. Well, thank you, Alex. And uh, let me tell you something, folks. If you're listening to this show and you have any doubt that there are some smart people that listen to this show, <laughs> there you go. That's one of them. All right. And, and again, I don't know how that came across uh, in a podcast, but hopefully you were able to keep up with it. And yes, yes, yes. It's another example of taking that flatland model and expanding it and expanding it and trying to reach the point where you say there are other dimensions. There are other dimensions. We can't comprehend exactly what that means, but they are there. Thank you again, Alex. Uh, I have got one more. Uh, see, how about a question I can squeeze in real quick from a mystical grave knocker. She says, have you ever experienced a miracle? Well, you know what? Uh, I think the story I told about getting this new property and house is a miracle. What is a miracle? Uh, it is something that seems to defy your expectations. My whole life has been full of miracles. Um, my mother saved my life when I was a little kid because she had a premonition that we were about to be in a car accident. That's a miracle. That was in episode 21 of the show. One time I had a voice tell me a snake was about to slither into my room and <laughs> it woke me up just in time. That was a miracle. Um, now I've never seen a blind person gain sight or a person who has no legs grow new ones, but I know that in my experience, from my point of view, um, there are all these things that can happen in your reality that, that you can sort of switch up using things like a Pono Pono that I talked about in episode 18. I expect miracles. Uh, to me, that's maybe the whole point of being here is to overcome and, you know, overcome the limitations and to create miracles. All right, we're out of time. Here we go. It's time for us to create a good week for you. Close your eyes if you can. Here's the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. 